Thank you for joining us online today. We hope you've had a great spring break and we can't wait to worship with you in person this Easter Sunday. If you call Journey home, we want to say a special thank you for supporting the vision of Journey to engage people in the process of knowing Jesus Christ. As always, you can give it anytime, anywhere by texting JOURNEYCC to 77977 or by visiting our website at journeycommunity.net. We want to say a welcome to our Good Friday experience, and we're going to participate in communion in a minute. But it's interesting to me that we even call it Good Friday. Um, Good Friday, I mean, what was so good about Good Friday? I mean, somebody died. Yeah, for sure. When you, when you look at the whole story, it's very sad. It's traumatic. And when I think about it growing up, the only thing that was good about Good Friday was we got Friday off for school. Yeah. So, so, so that made it good. But I think there is a lesson that we can learn uh, as we continue to try to model our life after Jesus Christ, doing all of this that leads up to his crucifixion, um, Jesus was constantly telling the disciples yeah. and warning them or, or forecasting or giving them foresight of what was to come, but they wouldn't get it. They, they wouldn't listen. I think about when uh, Mary comes with her alabaster box and she breaks the oil over Jesus and the disciples were upset. They literally say in Matthew 26, 10 through 12, But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why do you trouble this woman? For she has done a beautiful thing for me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Number one, telling them what what she's about to do. I like the word, though, preparing. Mm -hmm. I mean, actually, the whole week leading up to that moment, it was a week of preparation. It, 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 it was. Uh, you go to the, the Lord's Supper, and he's sitting at the table knowing that the disciples, uh, one of them was going to betray him, and, and Peter were gonna, was going to deny him. Matthew 26, 21 uh, says, and as they were eating, he said, truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And then Judas says, is it our rabbi? And he said, you have said. So like literally Jesus is standing right in front of him and he says to him, it is, it is you. Yep. You're the one that's going to do it. It still blows me out of the water. Judas ate. Yes, he did. I mean, Judas was right there. Jesus knew what was going to happen, but Judas still was in fellowship with the father. And so and, there again, perspective. And, 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 and the lesson that we can learn about Christ's perspective, knowing all of the anguish that he was going to go through and everything that he was going to endure, he still loved, he still forgave, he still, he washed their feet. That's right. Before this, he still served them. So even if, even though they're going to do all, all these bad things are going to happen to him and he was suffering and to the point when they go in the Garden of Gethsemane and he's trying to pray that blood is, is percolating because he's under so much stress. Mm-hmm. Even if all of that and all of that is happening, he still loved them. Yep. He still loved us. And he knew this, and this is one of the, I mean, I get chill bumps thinking about it. Like he knew that all of them would abandon. Yep. They were going to leave. Like at the cross, there was going to be nobody but Jesus' mother and, and, and James and John. But he still, he still went to the cross. There's a, still, there's a verse in Matthew 26, 31, 32, and says, And Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of, because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. Now, that confused me. Yeah. I really didn't understand it. But I, once you've done some research, the shepherd guided the sheep. They knew his voice. And when the shepherd went down, the sheep just scattered. That is literally what they did. That's exactly right. I mean, all of them. And 
um, Easter Sunday morning, uh, in a couple days, I'm going to talk about the, the revolution and revelation that the, that the disciples had, that they all returned and ended up all dying for Christ. But mm-hmm. at that particular moment, the cross, they were, they were, they were nowhere to be found. But what, again, perspective, right? What, what a valuable lesson that we could learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we get frustrated when somebody cuts us off in, in traffic and, and, and we go to a, a, a very dark place where we're angry with them or, or when our marriage isn't going the way it's supposed to, the perspective to love through that. A couple of weeks ago, Alan talked about hesed love. Yep. And it's, it's, an, it's an outgoing love. Yep. This is literally demonstrated right here by Jesus. I mean, he's being executed and there's a thief on the cross that's crying. They're actually arguing back and forth, right? And there's an argument that ensues in this process and he has the wherewithal, he understands because of perspective what he's about to do. And he, and he turns to the thief on the cross and he goes, he goes, today you'll see me in paradise. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that? And we cancel people for cutting us off. Uh-huh. We cancel people for something they say on a social media platform. And Jesus is going, I, I'm not canceling anybody. Like you are valuable to me and today you're gonna see me in paradise. What, so, a, what an example mm-hmm. of love. I, I can remember when I was a principal and I, I was dealing with a conference with some parents and they were complaining about their child and they, they were angry, they were upset. Um, and we'll eventually, they eventually left my office and I go out to see my assistant and she had lost her child. Mm-hmm. And she said, I would do anything to feel what they're feeling right now. Yeah. I, w- I would do anything to be able to, to, to argue or have to deal with making a decision about my child. And in that moment, I looked at, man, what an what a interesting perspective. Yeah. Here she is, she, she doesn't have her child anymore to do this to. They do, and they're angry and bitter. Well, I think about Mary, Mary sitting at the cross, and we go back to the Christmas story, and it said that Mary was pondering in her heart, and I think the Holy Spirit had already quickened her, even at, the, uh, you know, at, at birth, that this son was going to be sacrificed. And now she's sitting at the cross looking at her son up there. Perspective. What, what, what's a big takeaway? Good Friday, what's a big takeaway? I, I think all of us can do a better job of trying to model our life after Christ, no matter what we're going through. Yeah. Jesus should be the focal point. Jesus should be the center of our joy. It's our firm foundation. And if we're truly living on that, then our perspective should be yeah. like his. Well, it's interesting because I used an illustration a couple of years ago and I thought about it and it has everything to do with perspective. You were an athlete mm-hmm. and you played sports. It's, it's master's week here. We're, we're thinking about golf and we're busy. And part of the reason we're doing this online is because we realize how, but we shouldn't be too busy to slow down and, and remember the cross and remember what Jesus did. But you played football and a football cost maybe a hundred dollars mm-hmm. in your hands. Mm-hmm. But I put that thing in Tom Brady's hands it's priceless. and it's priceless. It's, it's millions of dollars. We, we debate around the office a lot about, uh, the be- best basketball player that ever played the sport, uh, basketball. And some say Kobe, some say Michael, some say, you know, whoever, mm-hmm. LeBron. Um, but you put a basketball in my hands, it's worth the price of the basketball. That's Absolutely. it. But you put it in their hands, it's millions and millions of dollars. Golf, put a golf club and you can go. And I was thinking about this because I've built some houses before. I, I know how to build stuff. It's perspective. And, but you put a hammer and a nail in my hand and it's, it's worth the price mm-hmm. of the hammer and nail. But you put a nail Amen. in the hand of the master, and it changes everything. Everything. And that master that went to that cross with a nail in his hand and his nail in his feet, that, that price that he paid was us. So he went to the cross for us, that while we were yet sinners, he went and did 
what we couldn't do for ourselves. And that to me is what Good Friday's about. Amen. Now I know Sunday's coming, but Friday's here right now. I know chapter four is gonna be written one day, mm-hmm. but we're still in chapter one. Mm-hmm. And so how do we do that? And I think that's part of what Jesus did that last night. When you look at Holy Week, he comes in Palm Sunday, and everybody's shouting Hosanna. Celebrating them. They're, 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 they love them, uh, but they're the same ones that are yelling crucify on Friday night. Mm-hmm. He goes through Monday, th- Thursday. He goes through the Garden of Gethsemane. He goes to the cross. But I, the moment when he's at the Last Supper, mm-hmm. you just talked about it. He knew all that was going to go on. He broke bread. He broke bread and he said, do this. R- remind yourself of how important that nail in my hand is. Mm-hmm. That he was willing to have the father turn his back. And he, he yelled out, Dad, why are you forsaking me? And it was because he loved us so much. And so today, we we've been talking about this the last several weeks, but we're going to take communion together. And so I'm going to ask you to grab your commun- communion elements where you have them. And I want you to pray with me as we pray over the bread. Heavenly Father, in this moment right here, I am completely overwhelmed by your love that you were willing to die on a cross that you were willing to take the beating for me and as the book of Isaiah says it's by his stripes that I'm made whole it's by the stripes that my my mind is made whole it's by his stripes that my 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 emotions are made whole it's by his stripes that my body my physical healing is made whole so I thank you for that and I take this wafer right now as a reminder of what you've done for me in Jesus name God, I'm reminded of this cup, this juice that reminds me of the innocent blood. It reminds me of the phrase that says the lamb of God that would be slain for the, for the forgiveness of our sins, that his blood would take away every one of my sins. And that God, when you looked at Jesus and you looked at my sin, my sin was no more because of that Jesus right there, your son. So I take this cup as a reminder of the blood innocent blood that was shed for us. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this special Good Friday service. If you feel you're ready to take a next step or if you need prayer, email us at nextsteps@journeycommunity.net. For Easter, we will be having services at our normal times of 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and noon on our Evans campus and 11 a.m. on our Sherwood campus. Looking forward to seeing you this Sunday.